0: welcome to the dying daily podcast my name is james and we are kind of going through a series right now just based on the most frequent questions that i get from people and you know these are questions that i get in emails that i get um i guess messages on instagram or just when i'm working with people personally on a one-on-one basis or in a group and so Last week, we looked at, you know, what does it mean to really sit with anxiety or to sit with anything difficult? And this one's pretty close to that, I think. Um, But a question I get frequently is, if anything bothers me. And I think this question comes from frequent conversations with people and blog posts and uh, this podcast where I'm talking about, you know, thoughts and emotions and how nothing is personal. And it gives people the impression that there's just nothing that gets under my skin. And the thing is, is that I think that anybody that knows me really well would, uh, would laugh if they heard this and they would call me out if I dared to say that, well, yes, nothing bothers me. I am this enlightened being who everything just floats by. And I realize that everything is neutral and everything will be okay because I'm not that person. Um... I'm much closer to that person than I was years back. But I think what's really changed more than anything is my response to the things that bother me. So I think we we have to look at this on a few levels. So we've got these things that we are naturally not going to like. We've got things I, you know, pain being dumped, um, our team losing uh, a homework assignment that we didn't want to do. Just all sorts of stuff that are, is going to automatically bring up a negative response in us. A response of aversion. A response of not wanting. And I think this is natural. This is natural. I'm not even sure what life would look like if nothing bothered us at all. I mean, I'm not sure how we would make decisions. It seems like at like the most basic level of life, uh, approach and retreat have to be on the table somewhere to choose from. Otherwise, I mean, you're getting eaten by everything and you're eating things that are poisonous. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's there's got to be something there that tells us, I like this, I don't like that. Now, as humans, we're a little more complex. And a lot of these things that we like and don't like are predicated on uh, maybe things that are not entirely true. You know, uh, I think about uh, like peanut brittle, like the like the dessert type thing. I remember eating a whole bunch when I was a kid and uh, then I went on a car trip and I had to ride in the back seat and I got super sick. And to this day, I can't stand like the thought of peanut brittle. Like even now, as I'm saying it, I feel kind of feel kind of nauseous about it. So I have this instinctive response to peanut brittle, but... I don't buy into this idea that peanut brittle is gross or disgusting or anything like that. It's simply my relationship to it. The other level we have to look at is the difference between a thought arising and our actual actions. Because I talk to people all the time who feel guilty for thoughts and emotions arising. Uh, Somebody cuts them off. And they're like, yeah, I got really, really mad. Well, yeah, but did you run them off the road? I mean, did you drive them next to them and flip them off? Well, no, then nothing's happened here. You know, you come home, we'll use the example we always use. We come home and the dishes are not done and the kitchen's a mess. That annoyance is going to rise up in you and the thoughts might kick in about how nobody does anything and you're the only one that works and just all those stupid globalizations that our mind likes to make. Those things are rising. That's not your fault those things just happen um like right now if i say beach ball like you're picturing a beach ball if i say fake plant you're picturing a fake plant thoughts think themselves to a great degree they just arise and so we're not responsible for that i'm not sure that that's i'm not sure that that counts as our response that's more of our body's reaction emotions arise you know i have this irrational anger people who are in the right lane and they're not going to turn right on red like they're in the right lane but they're going to go straight like a lot of places you have to do that to make the turn right after the intersection or whatever and I do it all the time but this thought arises in me this judgment arises that this person in front of me uh, doesn't care about other people is selfish Is self-absorbed like these thoughts arise but I don't give them any leeway they don't get to get traction with me they arise and they go away and what i found is that by not engaging them by not feeding them but also not rejecting them because by rejecting something you're engaged with it they come up less and less and less and when they do it's almost funny and so over the course of the past few years studying mindfulness meditating um just reading the kind of stuff i read and then that being paired with sitting for hours most days of the week, talking to people about just tragedies in their lives, just all the stuff that goes wrong in this world. I have really come to the belief that there is very, very little worth getting upset about. There's very little that needs to get traction with me and drag me into a place of anger or a place of annoyance anything that drags me out of a place of love and compassion is not worth it to me at this point i'm not perfect in this i still get mad i still go off on things you know i don't go off on my rants i used to kind of be known for my rants i don't go off on those anymore as often i don't remember the last time i did but i still have moments of being a very disagreeable human being i still have moments of being a difficult person to be around, but I don't think they last as long as they used to. And I think I'm able to catch them pretty quickly. And a lot of that comes from recognizing the distinction between the arising of a thought or emotion and my action in regard to it. If a thought pops into your head and you don't feed it, you don't reject it, it just comes and it goes. Like, what have you actually done? You've done nothing wrong there. If an emotion arises, and you let it be exactly as it is, you sit with it as we talked about last week, what have you actually done? And what you'll find is that over time of doing this, they lose their potency, they lose their ability to just get a hold of your head and drag you all over the place. And so I think that's what people mean when they ask me if anything bothers me or why nothing bothers me. The other thing too is that when I'm talking to people, about a situation, the fact that I'm talking to them about it in a, you know in a like a controlled, intentional environment, means that I have a little bit of distance from it. So I've had some time to analyze the situation, you know, rethink my position, stuff like that. And like I said, when I really analyze something, when I really put some thought into it, I find that nothing is worth getting upset about. It doesn't do any good. Like you can stand against evil things you can have healthy boundaries with people you can stand up for yourself all without anger it doesn't it just it taints it and actually to a great extent it gives whatever you're standing against it gives that thing an automatic way to attack you well if you're gonna get mad i just can't talk to you well you're just being driven by anger i mean it's it's, it's like handing them ammunition to use against you so why do that you know when it comes to the people i love and you know human beings in general I just have to ask myself, like what is worth getting into a fight or an argument with this, like this infinite being next to me here, this person who has their own life and they have their own history and they have all these things that they want and they need and they desire and they have love and compassion in them. Why do I need to fight with them? There's got to be a different way to go about it. And if I have to be the one that says, I'm not gonna get upset about this, then cool. I'll be that one and I find that often opens up ground for them to do the same. Whereas if I come at them with anger and attitude and attacking, well, I'm I'm triggering all that same stuff in them and it's going to be a fight. So maybe the the core element of all this is learning not to trust everything I think, to not necessarily believe this kind of narration in my head when it tells me that this sucks and that sucks and this needs to be different. And this person can go straight to hell. Like it's going to be there sometimes when I'm tired, when I'm not feeling well, any of those things like that, that narration is a little stronger, but it's still just imagination. It doesn't have any access to information about the world that I don't have. So why do I give it so much just credibility? Why do I listen to it so much? So when you're thinking about the things that bother you, I'd encourage you to distinguish between the things that bother you that you try to do something about, that you get worked up about, that you get involved with, versus just the little things that arise here and there. And see what happens when you stop giving those little arising so much attention. See what happens when you don't give them the spotlight and pay them so much mind. And see if they stay as strong as they were. Give that a try this week and see what happens. I know it's helped me over the years be a much more, just a happier person, a more peaceful person, and I think somebody that's a little easier and a little nicer to be around. You can find me all over the place. Um, You can email me at james at jamescotthenson.com. You can find me on Instagram at just jamesscotthinson. I think those are really the two places that I put time and energy into. Um, I stopped doing Facebook a while back and I've been pretty happy for that. I have a weekly newsletter that goes out every Sunday. Right now, the theme for the month is mindfulness and thoughts. And we're just gonna be looking at how thoughts drive us, how thoughts affect us. So it kind of ties in with this podcast actually. And the easiest way to get to that is at jamescotthenson.com backslash signup. And so if you wanna do that, that's a good way to keep in touch. But whatever you do, try to just be aware of your thoughts this week. Notice the stories they're telling you is just stories and see what that does for you. I look forward to talking to you next time. Take care.